and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Hello, this is Lisa Ann Gile Trinity. I am here, I am alive and kicking and breathing and happy to be alive, breathing and kicking. Listen, it is the 11th of June, 2023. And um, listen, I, I why I said that, listen, I have a saying, if, if you're not getting any older, you're six feet under. So any day above ground is a good day. And um, with that being said, today is the 11th of June, 2023, and um, it's a happy Sabbath to you. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sunday. Happy Sabbath. Um, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to do church today. Not churchy. I'm going to um, actually um, teach on relationships. Love, marriage, and a sex. Because you can't negate love from intimacy. Okay? Then it is illegal. Um, you cannot negate love, the love factor, from the marriage bed. So before you get to the sex part, it's got to be the love factor. And um, I, I, as you, as you know, I like to. Uh, have a little mood music prior to to expounding. So I I chose a song based on my topic today, and um, it is Brett Eldridge. Uh, Wait up for me. It is one of my favorite songs. And uh, listen, I I just got to put it on. I don't listen. I know this is bad, but last year, and I listen. I am a fan, Brett. So. Listen, let me just let me just play this real quick. And then I will begin my little uh teaching. It's, it's not really a sermon that it's it's, it's it's a little teaching, so just Did I okay Leave on life in the kitchen, leave a little space. In those sheets, I'll be home soon. Stay there and this don't go to sleep. Wait up for me. Open all the blinds, watch down the driveway. Wear your favorite shirt you stole from me. Children okay. running down the skin, just thinking about you. Don't go to sleep. Wait up for me. Hope you're pacing back and forth, up and down the hallway. I'll be right there, I'm turning down your street You come and give me a smile, I've been thinking about it all day Don't go to sleep, wait Wait up up for me me. When When I get my hands on you, do everything you You want want me to You won't even have to speak, don't Don't go go to to 
cool me off like a summertime breeze. All I wanna do is wrap my arms around you. Don't go to sleep. Wait up for me. I even stopped off and bought you some roses. That's the kind of fool that you made me. I'm really crazy about you. If you didn't notice, don't go to sleep. Wait up for me. syllabus here okay okay so in my scriptures so this mouse I'm going to uh, I know I should have a wireless a wireless mouse but I think that this one was more economical at the time and I was shopping on a budget and I know people think a dollar or two is a big deal, but you multiply that by three or four items, six days a week, you know, four weeks a month, it adds up. So that is the corporate sister in me speaking. Okay, so uh, let me just tell you a little bit about uh, my course. I do teach this on the side via Zoom and Microsoft Teams. Um, my the name of the class is called the Sex School. Now, I it's not just about sex. I teach relationships, marriage, um, and sex. Now, because you cannot negate sex from the marriage bed, it is prerequisites to intimacy. And um, that is that is that is the gist of what I teach, and it's a great class. It, you can register on Linktree on my Linktree page, and um, it's a great class. But um, I, I'm going to give a brief uh, peek into uh, what I normally would discuss within an introductory class. Now, this is this this particular what I'm going to be teaching today is is not going to be long because it's going on Facebook and I don't want to make it a long video but it is informative it, it may be reiteration for some new material for others and um, and uh, you know uh, just it, it's going to be cool so uh, I'm coming from the scripture I'll be coming from is 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verses 12 through, uh, let me bring it up here. Second okay. Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 through 18. 
And uh, I'm starting there for a reason. Uh, it Second Corinthians chapter 3 can be found in the Old Testament of the Holy Bible. And uh, it reads, I'm going to begin. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, but their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted. I apologize. Let me read that again. But their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as a mirror, but we all, I apologize again, with unveiled face, comma, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I'm not going to expound on every single line, but my key focus today is on the veil. And verse uh, six, 17, Now the Lord is Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Okay, so I don't, I don't have a title for the particular teaching today. But if I would have chosen, or if I choose to, when I go title my file, I just may use the subtitle in the scripture. The subtitle is, Glory of the New Covenant. Glory of the New Covenant. And I am reading from the New King James Version, the K, the NKJV. Um, now... Before I get into the veil part, let's define what a marriage is. It is not an agreement. It is not a fancy uh, residential arrangement. It is not a contract. What marriage is, is a serious, forever covenant that you make between your spouse and God before heaven, before God. 
God the Father, Jesus his Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because the mental in the latter part of the day we are living in has been that if I don't love you today, I can leave you tomorrow. And that is not the way love works. Now, there is a post that I uh, made some time ago. It is still up if you choose to read it later. And it's defining the difference between love and being in love. There's a difference between loving someone. I love you. Loving someone and being in love. Two different things. Again, it's in my post on Facebook. You would have, I believe you have to scroll down a little. But I reposted it maybe a month or two months ago. So, uh, and just because I'm teaching this today, I will do another repost. On, I will find it myself and do another repost. But there is a difference. Okay. So, it is not workable. It is not doable. With that kind of mental or mentality. Now there is so there are so many different directions I could I could go into. The reason why a covenant is so serious to God is not only because it is a promise between you and He. In marriage, it is also a promise between you and. Your spouse, your soulmate. It should be your soulmate. Now, I've taught this on several different podcasts and I've done posts on it. Anybody can be a husband or wife. You could marry a woman and make her your wife. You can marry a man and make him your husband. But not anybody can be your soulmate. And most often times, if you have not, if you have not married your soulmate, then your relationship is always work. But when you do it God's way and you give him a quick holler before executing a pursuit, he would do a yay or nay. It's a no or it's a go. If you get a green light, fellas, regarding this woman, I often say, you know, you get you get into your fastest car and you pursue. But if it's a no, no matter how bad the brakes are, whether the road is a down and there's no pads left at all, <laughs> do not. It is it, listen, screech. You know, you put a halt on the pursuit. You stop. Because God is saying, I have my best for you, and she is not. Now, with that being said, um, marriage, because it is a covenant, it goes down to the, 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 the blessings uh, that are developed within the marriage, whether it's with children or you, you you know there are blessings associated with marriage and these blessings and I get into that in my class there they go down to the third and fourth generation and it directly affects your kids and your grandkids um, everyone connected to you within that household 
So it is very important that you are cautious prior to executing a pursuit because you are bringing them into your household. And then you and the other person, you're, so, you're, supposed, you're supposed to be your soulmate, are becoming one flesh. That is scripture. And when you become one flesh, you are now through intimacy creating what is called a soul tie. That is not meant to be undone. It cannot be undone. So let me tell you what a soul tie is. It is when you are intimate with another person. Having sex with someone. It creates a soul tie. Because sex was designed. God created sex. And it is designed for marriage. For the marriage bed. Which is why it's such a big deal when you have sex. Prior to marriage. Because now it is illegal and you have created an illegal soul tie. So, soul ties were never meant to be undone and cannot be undone. It is something beautiful when you are married. Because what happens is God is co-signing your marriage. And his fingerprints are on both of you. On the relationship. And... Now that his fingerprints are on the relationship, he has negated all the plans of the enemy that will come around to uh, break down that which God has put together. What God has put together, let no man put asunder. That is scripture. Let no man, you know, jack up what God has given to the each of you through this relationship. Now, a soul tie, because it was never meant to be undone, and it can't be undone, it is when you incorporate everything on the inside of that person, every good thing, and they incorporate every and they invite and, and vice versa. They incorporate every good thing within themselves from you. Now the problem with the soul tie when it's illegal is that you now incorporate every bad thing. So whatever demons they're dealing with, whatever spirits they're dealing with, whatever attitudes they're dealing with, you have now incorporated that within yourself, within your soul. It is a soul tie. So when you have sex with someone prior to marriage, you create a soul tie that cannot be undone because it was meant for the marriage bed. But now that it is illegal, you have now incorporated every bad thing within that person. And when you yourself are dealing with your own demons. Now it is spiritual AIDS. You understand? And we all know how AIDS works. So you incorporate that which from the person before and the person before and the third person before. So even though you only slept with this maybe this one or two persons, you're, it is spiritual AIDS. And you have incorporated all their 24 partners as well. Whatever spirits and, and, and attitudes and demons and the like, they were dealing with on the inside. Because you have acquired the soul tie illegally, you're now dealing with not just what's on the inside of you. There is a mess going on. 
And you have a listen. I I want to put it simple terms because you know young people may be watching. You ever date somebody and say I was never like this? What is wrong with me? No, you are. And I say you know if that happens, you know you might have said you you you're catchy. Look what's what's going? Well, I was never like this. Maybe maybe you, you have more of an attitude. Maybe you're ill-tempered now. Maybe maybe uh. You're just mad all the time. You, you or I mean, maybe in the opposite spectrum, maybe on the other end, you, you feel more lazy. You're not as ambitious. You, you just want to stay home all the time. You used to be energetic and you used to go out and, you know, you were ambitious and you had these goals and dreams. You had it on a poster and now all your posters are gone and you don't turn on your computer. You binge watch Netflix six hours. You're not productive. That's how he is. That's how she is. So you have incorporated, that's just a small example. Sometimes it can be a little bit more extreme. You understand that when someone has a drug addiction, when they have an alcohol addiction, that is a spirit. That is a spirit. It, 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 and that's a different sermon. But when you have sex with someone, it is spiritual age and it is catchy. And now you have acquired the same behaviors, the same patterns, the same attitude, the same soul, uh, the same soul emotions, the same soul feelings. It is a soul tie. And when sex is acquired illegally prior to the marriage bed, it is an unhealthy soul tie. And it cannot be undone. So the question, the next question may be, what can I do about it? Now, before you, yes, maybe you had a lifestyle that contradicted biblical principle, but you try, you're trying to get it right. You love God. You've made some mistakes. Now, although the soul tie cannot be undone, there is something called a firewall. Okay, so Jesus, when you say give a yes to Jesus, there is a firewall and virus protection acquired when you say yes to Jesus. Now, I often say I have a USB into God. See, this is my IT stuff coming. I have a USB into God. who He who is all-knowing. Now, you have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. But, God, who is all-knowing, who is love, who is power, doesn't have power, for that would denote that it can be taken from him. He is power, he is love, and he is your firewall and virus protection. But, you cannot take advantage of this grace, this form of protection and love and mercy. He loves you, but the cross, on which Jesus died for our sins covers human error and mistakes not calculated, premeditated, practiced sin. So sometimes a, a, a person who is a hypocrite may say, you know, God is love. He he understands my heart. I'm just going to do X, Y, and Z. I'll be okay. I'll repent a little later. I'll go to church on Sunday and make it up. You know, I'll donate to a charity and I'll be okay. It's not covered. 
And this is an unforgivable sin, an unforgivable way, unforgivable way to live as a Christian. So, with that being said, though you've made mistakes in the past, with your yes to Jesus, with your yes to God, and being led by the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis as you speak to Him, you have virus protection, you have a firewall, okay, as long as you don't give the enemy legal access to you again. If that happens, God says, Oh, I gave you firewall. Listen, you brought the listen. I, I gave it. Listen, you had firewall protection. You have virus protection. You let the enemy in. And, and he, he turned. He, Isaiah, the book of Isaiah says, it, Because of your iniquities, it has caused him to be far from you. God steps back, turns it back, and says, I cannot. This, listen, it's a no. You cannot have my help because. You have taken advantage of the cross, which covers human error and mistakes, but not a lifestyle of practice sin, especially as a supposedly Christian. So that is also Bible. So I needed to break down the importance of a covenant, what is attached to a covenant in marriage, which is the soul tie. Now, should this be a legal relationship and God co-signs on the marriage and you have found your soulmate this is a beautiful thing because now you're incorporating every good thing in the person and vice versa they're incorporating every good thing within themselves from you it's beautiful and it cannot be undone, which means any sister or brother that comes along or, or family member or friend or media or the like that tries to uh, break up the relationship or, 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 or bring neg- negative energy into it or sometimes, excuse me, people can just be me. Sometimes they themselves are dealing with certain spirits and demons. There is some. There is a spirit called a perverse spirit, a seductive spirit, and maybe they're not Christians. And and you you know this you know the, God doesn't test you with evil. So let me say that the Satan, it the wickedness, it tempts you. With evil to make you fall. But God tests you to make you stronger. So that you can see what's on the inside of you. That's my sidebar. So that you can see what's on the inside of you. Now that I've given you a, a, a background. Uh, and uh, some additional supporting scripture. In relation to what I've just read. Now that you know the prerequisites to the marriage and to sex, in a brief, you know, in a synopsis, in a brief summary, how important wearing a veil is, ladies, it's, it's extremely important. I, I've seen brides that walk down the aisle in no veil. In no veil. So I'm going to start there, and I'm going to. This is 27 minutes in, and I've, this is a. I 
30 minutes is usually my cap on my videos. So let me just go there very quickly. Just one moment. Okay. I'm going to reiterate with the scripture. And... Uh, Verse 16, this is why it's important that a woman wear a veil on her wedding day. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we are all with unveiled face, hold, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, image excuse me, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, I want to break down each and every line of this paragraph, but I don't, due, due to the... Uh, Due to time consumption, I, I, I don't, I, I, I can't right now. I would love for you to take my class. But just in abbreviated version. The veil. As you walk down the aisle and you are veiled. God has concealed you prior to your honeymoon. And as you walk down the aisle, you then are unveiled by who? Your soulmate. Before God. And it is then it represents also the latter part of your day when you unclothe yourself before your husband. And the glory of God is revealed between you both. And something beautiful happens as you uh, officialize your union. But when you are on, uh, when, when you are at the uh, podium, or when you are, I, 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 for the lack of a better uh, term for a word for it, the um, the altar. Thank you, Jesus. The altar. When you're at the altar. When you're at the altar. And as your husband lifts your veil. You're then declaring publicly, and he too, that my body, from my face down to my toes, belong to my husband. And him in return. And God is now anointing the relationship. Now, I'm going to reiterate really quick. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. 
You've turned to God with your vows. And now your husband lifts the veil. And now the spirit of the Lord is in is within the relationship. You have now created a union where God is in the center. Because it says in the verse thereafter. Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord. There is liberty. Freedom for happiness. Freedom of joy. Freedom of peace. Freedom of honey. Some good sex honey. Because listen. I know for a fact, Caleb, I'm taping. I'm taping, so please don't make noise. So, I know for a fact that marriage sex is way better than illegal sex. Because God is not going to permit you to, to, uh, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. Just a second. I have to pause it for a minute. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. So, I know. Because because God is not going to allow you to enjoy something he created for the marriage bed. Okay? Because he doesn't reward bad behavior. And it contradicts biblical principle. So y'all have been listening. You've been fornicating in the past. Before you're yes to Jesus, you've been having some bad sex. Because God wasn't in it. God wasn't there. And he created it for the marriage bed. So you keep trying. You keep trying to you try and find the right person to the right partner. You, this person, you know, you combine it, trying to combine the women, combine the, the, the you know, you, listen, it's a mess. Listen, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But listen, some of you, and if you say you, you've been having some good sex, the best sex you've ever had, and it's illegal, you're lying. You're lying. Because that which God created for the marriage bed, he negates from illegal activity for those who contradict biblical principles within their lifestyle. So let me tell you something about some marriage sex. It's some good sex. Marriage sex is good sex. And let me tell you something else. Good is better than great. Good is better than great. And I tell you why. Because good equates to perfection. The Bible says none is good but the Lord. So therefore good equates to perfection. So whenever you hear me say something that is good. I'm saying listen that that is the highest level. Okay. Of a compliment. But you know and great is, is good and it's great. Great is not terrible. But good is better than great. So, I just wanted to expound a little bit on the relationships and marriage and uh, sex. Um, I had my syllabus, but it's 30, 33 minutes in and I didn't get a chance to get to it. But I, I wanted to break it down. And what I'll do is I'll also repost the syllabus so that you could see what is available uh, in, through my class, the sex school. Where I do incorporate teachings on relationships, marriage, and of course sex. 
So, listen, this is Lisa and Jaya Trinity. And I, I hope this was informative. I hope I, I have helped someone. And it's Sunday, so I wanted to come to you, but not so churchy. I, I, I wanted to give you something. Something else. So, uh, as I had something else in mind, but when I went to the chapter, I said, oh, no, 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 I'm going to give them this. I'm, 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 this is good. This is good. And it'll help a lot of young people who anticipate on getting married, who may be engaged. And I may have saved your soul. <laughs> but listen. Um, trust God. And and listen, when I, this is something I also say. I have so many cliches, but listen, they are good, honey. Listen. Always want what's in God's hands as opposed to the preference in your own. And you will never go wrong. Not just in relationships, but apply that cliche, which is supported by biblical scriptures, to your life on a day-to-day basis. And you'll be okay. So this has been a Faith in You video discussing sex relationships and marriage. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Lisa and Jael Trinity. And I am gone. If I can find my cursor. Oh, here it goes. Bye, guys. for joining Alisa and Giles podcast where my motto is you could always be a better version of who you were before you could always be a better version of who you were before